Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. Hello. My name is Mark, and here I am once again, all alone. No. Oh. We're here too. Right. Miles and Jackie. Hello. They spoke in that order. I'm, I'm Miles. We're a podcast that covers JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, specifically the TV anime. This week, we'll be covering the 22nd episode of the Golden Wind anime, which is the 135th JoJo anime episode overall entitled The G in Guts, or Gatsunoji, if you like Japanese. Gatsunoji. Um, but before we speak specifically on this episode and recap things, you people wrote us uh, some emails. So we're going to go ahead and read those now in a little segment called Correspondence Corner. So maybe maybe we'll try to start with all the ones that are continuing more King Crimson uh, shenanigans. This one is called An Addendum, also for Mark to read. Uh, and it's from Thomas. Hey guys, it's Thomas again. Due to the fact that my explanation of Bruno seeing double was a spoiler, I didn't explain it in the non-spoiler section of my last email. Okay. <laughs> Tom, Thomas wrote a very long explanation and included a section that I could read because I have read the manga a long time ago, but uh, it was still unclear. Uh, that doesn't necessarily mean that Thomas didn't explain it properly. I think Thomas may have explained it exactly as it was written. Uh, for all we know, but it is a fucking confusing stand. But anyway, to continue Thomas's email, this part of King Crimson in particular seems to be the thing that is confusing Jackie the most. I mm -hmm. want to clarify a misconception real quick. Bruno didn't punch himself. He punched a shadow and then his duplicate appeared in that shadow. This duplicate doesn't react to the punches and is completely unharmed by them because the punches never actually hit the duplicate. What? And there's a spoiler chunk that starts with what actually happened, but I'm not going to. What the, the fuck rest. is a duplicate? Is that part of the stand? You can create duplicates now, too? Is it like an after image? Uh, I. My shadow is not a duplicate of me. Well, I think I think he's just he's explaining it in detail and then saying that he never actually hit himself or hit his duplicate. Mm -hmm. But didn't it hurt him? I don't w think so. Wasn't he hurt by it? I thought he was. I don't think so. I think this was like right before he got donut holed by King Crimson. Oh, I see. So it was like a decoy and then he and then King Crimson actually attacks. Right. And that's what's weird is because it doesn't seem to have anything to do with King Crimson as a stand. But um, the explanation bit that's that'll come out later. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So it will make more sense later, Mark, or less sense? That particular aspect <laughs> will make more sense. Okay. But the stand in total will make less sense, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. We'll see next time we check in with King Crimson doing some stupid shit. But as check of right now, I'm, I've just given up. I, I'm, okay. I'm just like, I, I right. don't understand him. I never did. It's not the translations. It's not uh, a lot of things. Because I read the original translations of the manga that were bad. Hmm. But that ain't it. Uh, the email continues. Here's a video of the scene if you want to rewatch it. We don't. Thanks. Uh, signed Thomas. P.S. Hilariously, the person who translated that video translated King Crimson as saying, I shall not allow anyone to threaten my everlasting climax. <laughs> He's definitely horny. Yeah, definitely. P.P.S. I am as well. Yay. Thank you, Thomas. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for sharing. Appreciate your determination to explain the unexplainable. I mean, I don't know why you keep trying. 
I'm not gonna get it. I'm not gonna get like I'm not gonna get it. I guess until we just we, yeah until we know more about his power. Yeah, we should kind of just wait until then. But the thing is, like, if I was just watching this by myself and I wasn't on a podcast and I wasn't getting emails every week telling me that I don't understand anything, I would have probably just been like, "All right, so he punches himself or whatever, <laughs> like whatever happens there," and then just yeah. like not known that there's more to the power, you know? Yeah. Cause like you, at, at this point, like I would think that there's not necessarily more to the power. So I don't know. Yeah. And I think like when we see, um, I think Kira's last power, the bites the dust with the day rewinding thing and all that, I think that stand also kind of made no sense to us, but we understood what it was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Does that sound correct? I guess so. We were like, why does this stand exist? It doesn't really make any sense with the bomb thing. And how can he remember some parts of the day, but they can't, but that kid is somehow special. But we were like, okay, we get it though. It's like, if anyone finds out who he is, Groundhog Day. Right. Um, But we will, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get close enough. Yeah. Um, hmm. You go ahead and read this email, Jackie. I will read this email. This is from, this is from Abdu, right? Yes. That's right. It's Abdul. Hey guys, it's, wait, the subject, sorry. The subject is what to do after finishing part five, question mark. Hey guys, it's me, Abdul. I've been, it's been a while since I've, since I last wrote to you. How are you doing? Good. I'm good. Fine. My shoulder hurts. Uh, Since it's a CC trademark episode, CC. Correspondence Corner. Oh. Cool cat. oh, 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 to clarify, um, this email came in right like an hour after we finished recording um, the Correspondence Corner episode. You were too late. The recap recap. So yeah, sorry, yeah. Abdu, but we'll we'll read this. Jackie, we'll we're finish still, reading this. We're still reading it. Uh, and we are more than halfway through part five. I thought I'd ask if you have any idea what you're going to do after finishing part five. If not, I have a suggestion for you. Watch the anime Hunter x Hunter from 2011 it's a really good anime and it has a lot of stuff that you like cool fights check complex power systems with unique abilities for each character check strong female characters check a trans question mark character check a super horny clown antagonist check wait a minute (laughs) uh character development check and jojo references check hope this arrives on time it didn't sorry no uh, also, what's your favorite food and cuisine? P.S. I'm horny. Oh. Food and cuisine. I don't know. I do. I think Italian food is pretty consistent for me. Yeah. Just, there's just, I don't know, like tomato and cheese. You just can't go wrong, really. But uh, at the end of the day, I'm an, I'm an American. You know what I mean? What? I love that American food. I like, um, like oh, I like so many foods. I like Thai. We could eat Thai every day. I like Thai. I Thai's like good. Indian. I like Japanese. I like Cuban. I like Italian. It depends on my. But you mood. can't. You can't name six things as your favorite. I know. You're you're doing this to show that you have no favorite. It depends on my mood. Mm. Depend. I also like cheeseburgers. You contain multitudes. I also like French fries with ranch dressing. Ugh. <laughs> I like a lot of foods. Um, probably Italian is like consistently great. Or Indian, if I want spicy. Depends like, on my mood. I like peanut butter. Peanut butter yeah. is pretty consistent. The only thing with peanut butter is that it's like, if you're not in the mood for it, you can't eat it because it's such a powerful smell. 
mm. and taste. Like it really stays with you. Mm. And you kind of need milk for it. What? You kind of need milk with peanut butter. I've never had milk with peanut butter. Are you serious? Yeah. How do you wash it down? I just eat it, man. Oh my God. How have you not choked to death? I don't drink milk like a weirdo like you. In a frenzy. Actually, I don't really drink milk. And when I do, it's non-dairy. Thank you very much. I like milk. I used to drink it all the time. Yeah, same. That's why I have never broken a bone. Yeah. Wow. Just my soul. I'm going to say strawberries because they make me happy. Mm. Always. And chocolate. Chocolate covered strawberries. Chocolate covered strawberries. What about you? We're really going down to basics. What'd you say, Miles? Just rice. Just rice? Just straight up rice. I couldn't live without rice. How do you feel? White, yellow, jasmine, brown, fried, white, coconut. You like coconut. Cooked in my rice cooker. Sweet. (laughs) Just regular. Okay. uh, Risotto. I was talking to somebody at lunch the other day and they were like, I don't like rice. I don't get it. And I'm like, what do you mean? (laughs) They're like, I don't know. It's so so plain. I'm like, what? All right. That's sort of silly. It's too many things. For some people. Yeah. Rice? Uh-huh. Oh, because it's just all little individual granules? Mm-hmm. Mm. I guess. But like, who who is like, I only like one solid object? Some people. Wow. <laughs> That's ridiculous. All right. Fuck biting. Wait, so what else did they ask? Oh, yeah. Oh, so Hunter x Hunter sounds awesome. I would be interested. It was very sure. popular for a while. I've heard the name, but... I don't remember anything else about it. Although I'm pretty sure that X's in like Japanese titles are pronounced cross, but Hmm. nobody does that because it's really cumbersome to pronounce Mm. Hunter, Cross Hunter, Mm. uh, fucking Street Fighter, Cross Tekken. Oh, they did actually do that. Stuff like that. Mm. All right. Well, yeah, the answer is we don't really know what we're going to do. And I guess we'll take suggestions, but if there's no new JoJo's content, we have to figure out either look at old JoJo's content or fill the time with something else. Yeah. I, I wouldn't worry about it. I'm not worried about it. We'll just, uh, we'll do something else probably for the time being. Cool. We're not going to read the comic uh, just because, right, most people aren't going to read it. I don't know how to read, Mark. Oh, right. Uh, well, it's, it's got lots of pictures. All right, I'll look at the pictures. We don't even understand the shit that's being explained to us explicitly. <laughs> so <laughs> what does it matter? Just look at the pictures and go, I get it. There's two Brunos. The picture says it all. We probably won't read the comic just because I don't think enough people will want to read the comic or have access to the comic even. Because at this point, um, most of like the plot stuff that we're on has not officially been translated. Um, it's harder to kind of pin down who has read what. And we just don't feel like reading. We could keep up with the English, like, uh, what are they called? Jojonium? Whatever the new hotness that's coming out now. That's true. Yeah, the Jajonium. We could do that and to make sure that we don't catch up to it, we'll review a page at a time every week. <laughs> why, why not just go down to a panel? Okay. Just discuss every single stroke and color and we'll interview hmm. everyone who works for Araki. Yes. I'll be like, why did you shade this? And I'll be like, dude, it was 30 years ago. I have no fucking idea. <laughs> uh, so. This email is from Bort. The subject is 10-word summaries. Hey, JJBP crew, I said a salutation this time. Thank you. (laughs) Good. Very polite. Wanted to try my hand at the 10-word summaries for each JoJo part, so here goes. Phantom Blood, what if Castlevania had a better Dracula but worse Belmont? (laughs) That's good. I like that. Battle Tendency. 
Nazis, cross-dressing, vampire-eating, super-vampires, cyborgs, and rope tricks. Yeah. Yeah. Forgot about the rope tricks. Stardust Crusaders around the world in 50 days with many wacky powers. Okay. Hard Rock is not Crash. <laughs> Japanese Twin Peaks with teenagers fighting against evil David Bowie. I like that. That's great. Wait, 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 wait. What? There's like three more. Um, Are we allowed to read the other parts? Uh, I, uh, I mean, they're not really spoilery, but if you don't, if you don't want to know even what they're about at all, how no, do you feel uh, about that? Just do it. Just do it. Whatever. All right. Well, Miles didn't even get to part five, but after that... If you don't like it, skip ahead 30 seconds. Okay. Vento Areo, teen twinks under crime mom fight against evil crime mob. <laughs> That's great. I like it. I crime, like crime mom. Crime mom versus crime mob. Stone Ocean, Araki remembered that women exist and finally wrote about them. Yay. Steel Ball Run, wasn't sure it was a real JoJo until it was. Huh. Jojolion, the main character has weird genitals, and that's actually important. What the fuck? <laughs> Ta-da! Port P.S. Horny and such. Thank you. Thanks for the Good email. Now I know what is maybe coming next. Yeah. What to look forward to. We'll forget everything anyway. I'll forget everything. You guys anyway. don't remember, but I told you everything that's happened in part five. I barely... What? Everything. I barely remember what happened the episode before the one we watched today. I barely remember what happened the episode we watched today. I, that's why I write everything down. Yeah. So speaking of later parts, this is an email from Jay Zeppeli, and the subject is part six, seven, and eight. Hey, Jojo gang, Jay Zeppeli here. This will be my first time writing to the podcast. Hello, Jaden. I was wondering, have y'all read six, part six, Stone Ocean, seven, Steel Ball Run, or eight, Jojo Leon? No. If so, which no. part did y'all enjoy? Thank you for taking the time to read my email. P.S. You're welcome. Every time I close, and that how king crimson works hey yay funny uh i've read part six seven and some of eight like a few volumes i kind of i haven't really been reading manga and i tried to make it work to catch up with jojo but i just i don't know i can't read anymore i need video games that just demand my attention Mm. anything that i have to volunteer into not about it but i want to catch up um i like part seven i didn't like it at first but there's some great fights later and some great character development. We've talked about it. And six, I want to reread or just wait until it's animated if it's not too long. Because uh, at the time, I didn't like it that much. But hearing people talk about it since, it seems good. How did you feel about the 10-word summaries? Were they fitting? Oh, yeah. They were great. Okay. I also like that Bort changed the Diamond is Unbreakable to Hard Rock is Not Crash. Mm, mm, uh, mm. Because it just sounds like uh, like you can't drive your car into that stupid restaurant <laughs> in America called Hard Rock Cafe. This next email is from Mark. What? What, you? Is it my duplicate or me? You, uh, you could just tell us stuff. You don't have to send an email. The subject is, hey, dudes. Hey, JJB Pod. It's, hey, a, diff- it's a different Mark. Mark? It's, it's not. It's I'm not. Mark. Yes, with a C, the best kind. Yeah. Okay, I haven't read the manga for part five, so I may be way off, but I have a small theory that might help us better understand King Crimson's power. It makes sense that King Crimson can't see into the future, although I think we all know now from the, the deluge of emails that he can, but let's, let's hear you out, Mark. Uh, it just appears that he can from our perspective. When we see Bruno punch himself, the Bruno that gets punched isn't future Bruno, it's present Bruno. 
We are just seeing this from the past perspective of Bruno. So it makes sense that King Crimson can slice time like Okuyasu can slice space. Anyway, that's my two cents. P.S. Hey, Jacqueline, I'm a video game composer. Let's make that JoJo's dating sim. I'm down if you are. P.P.S. Every time I jam out to Spice, I wake up feeling so sporty. Mm, Pretty pretty good. good. I don't know what Spice is, though. What is... Like Spice Girls? What? I guess, but you jam out to... Wait, is Spice the ending song? Or the opening song? No. Spice... No, it's... Okay, we'll talk about it. An email gets to it. I was going to say we can talk about the opening and ending. Um, In order to make this dating sim, I need an artist, for sure, uh, and time, which I don't have a lot of, Yeah, (laughs) unfortunately. Uh, But thanks for offering. If I ever do start that, you at least can have a composer. Also, I don't know if your description is helpful or not. It's an interesting idea, Um, but I don't know if... I. It sounds. It seems like from what everyone from what everyone else is telling us, that's probably not what the truth is. And every alternate theory everybody has ends up confusing me more. <laughs> but that's okay. Keep writing in. Send me all your theories. Yeah. Well, I don't know. We won't have any new with this episode coming out now. There's no new King Crimson stuff. Um, we'll probably just continue the fight. So we might not hear about King Crimson for a while and we're all going to forget. And we're all going to forget. And it'll then, be a blank slate. We'll, and then we'll see him again and we'll be like, oh, okay, I understand it perfectly now. Uh, I don't know about that. Okay. Okay, this email is from Wyatt. And Wyatt kind of continues the uh, thread that he opened with last email uh, about how part four could have ended with old Joseph using Hermit Purple to join in the fight. Would have been nice to have things swing back around, just kind of reading it, uh, skimming over it. But yeah, and he explains also that the uh, was trying to explain the same thing that a lot of us do, which is that how Josuke and Koichi's like retelling of Josuke's past, the guy that saves them looks just like Josuke. And uh, yeah, Wyatt also thought that it had to do with Kira's time traveling abilities. Wait, what guy that saves them? Never oh, j- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah the guy in the snowstorm or whatever. Yeah. So, yep, once again, that was another thing that never swung back around. We know. Yeah. Uh, hope this cleared things up. It did. P.S. Every time I close my eyes, it is still 6 a.m. because night shifts suck. Aw. P.P.S. Young Joseph is my favorite JoJo. Mine too, I think. I was waiting for you to say that. Yeah. Because uh, I can relate to him. All right. This email is also from Wyatt. Yeah. <laughs> It's uh, part two. Uh, the the subject is podcast fun facts. Wyatt here, and I am listening through the back catalog of episodes, and I noticed something. Uh, the first mention of PSM Horny is in episode 52 at six minutes in. The guest of said episode, Jasmine, comments on an email that has a PS with, I thought it was going to say PSM Horny. Uh, way to predict the future, Jasmine. Yeah, I remember it was definitely Jasmine, but... Yep. Uh, now we know it was episode, what was it, 52? Yeah. Uh, so if anyone wants to listen back to history in the making. That was the first time anyone was horny. Yeah. Yeah. So for 66 or 67 episodes of this podcast, people have been telling us how horny they are. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's over a year of horny. And before that, nobody felt comfortable enough to tell us. In the beginning. But thanks to Jasmine. Nobody was horny. Yeah. And God <laughs> said that it was no, boring. I think they were, but they just didn't want to tell us about it. And God said, let there be porn. 
we probably also said after that like listeners write in and tell us if you're horny and that's how yeah i was wondering that. i imagine we did that i was wondering like <laughs> did people just decide to make that joke yeah or was it us it just kept going forever uh, you know what and i think at the time i didn't think it would catch on but it really really did yeah <laughs> Jackie, you can read the next one. I can read the next one because it says, please have Jackie read. Aha. <laughs> the subject is reveals. Uh, this is from Bizarre Buccaneer. And Bizarre Buccaneer says, hey, gang. Well, Hi. Hello. Hey. Well, we have quite a bit get dropped in this episode. First off, congrats to Jackie for sticking it out this long to finally have a lady with a stand that will actually do stuff. Speaking of that, what do you think she will do? Also, what's all of your guys' opinions on the new OP? I like the Bond nature of it. Uh, The beginning sounds almost identical to Live and Let Die. The ending is also really good, but I don't think it can top the meme of horniness. Finally, I'm not a biologist, but I don't think that the tongue connects to the arm muscles. Thanks for the laughs, and please keep it up, Bizarre Buccaneer. Uh, P.S. Now when I close my eyes, I'll wake up a modern Stardust Crusader. Hmm. Because the ending is called Modern Crusaders, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, by the way. Okay, so I guess let's talk about it now. Uh, well, one thing I want to say just about women, I guess, I guess about Trish and women and stuff. Oh yeah. One, one thing that like, I also like recently started thinking about is we don't even get women, uh, enemies in this, like other in ones, this arc. in yeah. other ones, other ones oh, had yeah. at least like, Oh, you know, we had, uh, uh, Mariah, Mar- we had Mariah, Empress. we had Enya, we had, yep. um, what's, what's the other one? Um, that might be it. I said Empress. Anya, I think. Um, there was Enya and Anya, I think, right? Uh, Are they different? I think the one you're thinking of might be the one that I'm saying, the Empress one that turns into the uh, the, the the flesh yeah. growth on and part Joseph. Four, part four had like Yukako and, and Cinderella briefly. Cinderella and a couple of different ones. This one hasn't had any. And I thought about it and like, what would that look like? Because like, cause like, I mean, it's it's a mob, right? And typically like mob is a male only kind of family thing. Yeah. But it is a like it is like a family, you know. So it's like, like if there was any like woman, it would be like a mob wife who and like think about how cool that would be. I don't know, just like this tough ride or die woman who is like like maybe avenging her husband or something like that. Like I think that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, I don't remember if that does happen. I feel like it should. I feel like they've laid it all out already. Because like that, like the 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 kind of matriarch and also there's like a, a lot of like italian families have kind of like a matriarch like that's a the cultural thing so like having like a a strong tough family-oriented woman but like that these people aren't actually family which is weird because usually with mob stuff like it's like a lot of people are like related or close right this is know? all it's all a uh, contract it's, it's like a family business yeah well i think that's because the boss doesn't want anyone to know who he is so he's like yeah no no family but like even like you would think that like a capo would like bring in their nephew or their son or their oh you yeah, know, yeah like yeah. their cousin like it would be like a yeah, it well, seems like a familiar. man only biz yeah but it's not even it's like all orphans <laughs> well good good stands are hard to find you know mm. so maybe they were like he has a stand let's make the other ones fight black sabbath and they were like oh we killed your whole family whoops <laughs> maybe they tried and failed uh, what do we think Trish will do? I know what Trish does. Well, you know. Okay. So from the opening, well, one, we saw her turn 
something into an animal, right? Is that what happened? Yeah, she landed up in a giant footprint the first time we saw any evidence that she had a stand. That's what it was. Oh, right. And in the opening today, we, we see, saw her like fast punching. Yeah, we saw a stand, a lady. <laughs> One yeah. of those like... Like like a silhouette? No, we saw like a thing and it was punching. It was doing right. kind of like an aura. It was oh, punching, I missed punching, it. Punching, I, punching. I may have been writing notes. I never, I never watched the anime. Well, <laughs> like well, I do, like, but my brain forgets it because I want to look up something or write something down. Yeah. Well, the intro, I was like, let me see what hints it'll tell me. And it does show a stand. And it, it shows, shows a, a lot. It shows like a, a humanoid stand that is a woman because it has boobs and it's punching. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like pink. It's like pink and white. You should um, watch the anime, by the way. It's good. Yeah, Mark, you should watch. Uh -huh. You should watch this anime. Um, so I think that it's probably one of those where there is like an actual standability and also a humanoid punching person. Uh, I don't get the dinosaur-y yeah, thing that happened. But whatever it is, probably, I mean, we think has something to do with maybe like it's similar to her dad's stand, but I don't know what that would be. Maybe she can summon um, dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah, maybe. maybe. Maybe she can bring things from other times into this time. Mm, maybe. Maybe she can fold time. Oh, I'm trying to think. When she wakes up, <laughs> when she wakes up in that dinosaur footprint, is that... That had nothing to do with the stand at the time, right? That wasn't like baby faces footprint or whatever. Uh, I don't think so, right? Nothing was no, that big. No, I don't big. think so. No, it was like she, it was clearly something she did, and she was like, "What did I do?" Because she, uh. she's like crying. She's like, "What happened?" She was like, "What is happening to me?" or something. And why can I? And why can I see what you all are doing? So like, yeah, she clearly like we know she has a stand, but like that, that that's when you first know that she has a stand. But yeah, has something to do with like an animal or something. But I was. Yeah, if it's t if it has to be uh, time snap related, maybe she can pull things from other times into our time, oh. or or have the effects from like really you know how like his power uses like the effects of I don't know it removes the cause but the effect remains. Yes. What if she does something where she brings a cause <laughs> from somewhere else? What? In time. Like Archduke Ferdinand gets assassinated? <laughs> but like sure. in 1999 or 2001? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't know. That would be cool if you just bring a meteor down and kill half the people on Earth. Yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. never mind. You would like that? No, I'm not saying that. It would be good for the show is what you're saying. Yeah, it would be great for us. There or, wouldn't be as many podcasts. Or like a medieval beheading and then like, but you just have the effects of it like right where the opponent is standing. So they just get beheaded. You mean the cause? The cause? Yes. <laughs> uh, as far as the OP song goes, like I've heard it twice already and I don't remember it. I don't think it's very memorable. It feels kind of... It's not catchy. I wrote notes about the uh, new opening. Yeah, I hated it. Then I thought it was good. And then I was like, nah, actually, it's just okay. I think it's very dramatic. It starts at slow and then it gets dramatic. And I kind of like the drama in it. It's not... It, the other one is better. But I like the drama, um, and it and yeah, in the intro it shows that Trish has a punchy stand, and there was also a guy in the intro who I don't think I've seen before, he, or he looked different. But it was like a guy yeah, with like purple true. purple hair. Who was that? I don't know. I assume we'll find out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What All if right. I was like, and you never do? They just like threw in an extra. The animation person. studio decided to be dicks, and they were like, "We like this character." Yeah, <laughs> it's from our fanfic. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think that's all I have to say. And the outro, the outro is fine. 
The outro was fun. We didn't get to see all of it because Crunchyroll just shut off in the middle of it. What a bad app. Oh yeah, the the it's it remind the outro song reminds me of like a nineties kids boys like action type show like Ninja Turtles or Power Rangers. That's what it reminded me of. Just like those aggressive vocals and sort of dated synth. Yeah. Okay, so the outro is called Modern Okay, the well, the opening is called Traitor's Requiem or Uragiri no Requiem. They say gangsta in it. They do. They say gangsta at yeah. some point. Um it, it it feels very J-rock. I don't know. It feels like way more Japanese rock than the other one. And the the outro is an American or I don't know where the fuck they're from. Romani Germany something, I think. The guy's Romani and German. Uh, it's by Enigma, who was referenced in part four, the guy who puts guns and printers into paper. Uh, his stand was called Enigma, so we clearly know that Araki was a fan, and I, I think it's really cool that David Production seems to pick up what Araki is putting down, and they've used a lot of references that Araki has made, or they at least use time-appropriate stuff, because uh, that song is from 2000, and it's called Modern Crusaders. It's been pointed out that, yes, it has the word Crusaders in it. He says, stand up. Mm. At one point, there's another, I think, word. I don't know if it's bizarre or what it is, but... Mm. Yeah, so it's sort of thematically related, but the song itself... What, when is this song from? 2000. Okay. So you're, you're kind of right on the whole 90s mm-hmm. uh, action theme kind of thing, but I don't know. I think with both songs, I probably have to hear them m- more times, which I'm sure we're going to hear them many more times. But right now, it just kind of sounds muddy to me. Like, I can't really pick up anything out of it. Hmm. But I guess that's how it always is. Like, I didn't really like Freaking You that much when I first heard it. Now you love it. Now It's your ringtone. I'm permanently horny. I wonder if they're just, like, searching for 90s and early 2000s lyrics that, like, match up. And somehow Freaking You was, like, a mistranslation. They thought it was, like, a freak inside you rather than... <laughs> you know what I mean? Rather than like fucking you. Maybe. I don't know. The show the like, show is like, pretty tra- horny. Like, that's pretty spot on. That's true. There's people just all over each other when they're talking about murder. There's people getting licked. Mm-hmm. Hands coming off. You know. Um people were joking before it came out. Everyone was hoping that the OP or the or the ED rather would be Gangster's Paradise by Coolio. Uh, I totally forgot about that. Someone was like, oh, it's not Gangster's Paradise. And I was like, fuck, it isn't. Actually, we have another email or two to read, and I think that's where I pulled that from. So let's uh, wrap this up. We actually just got an email, by the way. Hey, oh, oh yeah, I want Miles to read this. This email is from Martin. The subject line is new opening hype. Hello, JJB Pod. I wanted Hello. to keep my anonymity on the internet, but after last episode, someone slipped out my name, so fuck it, <laughs> Miles. What name? Martin? Oh, yeah, Miles. Whatever. (laughs) Stop hiding. But no hard feelings. I'll just be Martin, the only listener from Finland. Uh, Please send your address next time and I can read it. (laughs) I think this new intro is the best one so far. It captures the feel of this part so good, and it gives me some Chase and Great Days vibes. It has some major foreshadowing for the later arcs, as expected for JoJo openings, but not too obvious for non-manga readers. It's also cool. Leave me alone, Mark. It's also cool that there were many pages from the manga were translated into this opening, especially the scene where they all change colors in the air. There are some parts that could be changed for the final episodes, which gives me hope that they'll do a great day's treatment for the intro. The new ending song made me sad. I was expecting to be horny, but was majorly disappointed. But the visuals made me think of the roundabout ending. 
There's a lot more I want to talk about regarding this episode, like the not yet confirmed gay couple. They're, they're gay. Yeah. And more about the new opening ending, but I didn't want this email to be too long. But my question of the day, if you're feeling down, do you guys have any one-trick medicine to feel better? Strawberries. <laughs> P.S. Every time I close my eyes, I worry about what will happen to the podcast after part five has ended, but I wake oh. up feeling so horny for the reveal of Trisha's stand. Me P.P.S. Too. Me too. There's a shark in my soup and the wine guy deserved it. Wow. Oh. Hot I mean, he deserved like half of that. You know what I mean? No, I think we should always, well, I don't know. <laughs> Always side with the gangsters? Always kick the shit out of rich people. No, um, oh. no, I don't know. I'm kidding. Don't don't take that seriously, please. <laughs> no one took that seriously. Sometimes I say shit and people take me seriously and I'm like, dude, you know I don't really think that. Everything I've said, I believe. <laughs> I believe everything I've said. I'm never joking. Okay, so what do we have to talk about here? Um, Finland? No, we don't have to talk about Finland. Oh, We've, we've already said things that make us feel better for me it's yeah being active and getting outside oh the sun makes me happy just yeah. being in the sun vitamin d strawberries um watching steven universe uh although i might also cry but it's like a good cry ice cream i love ice cream um regular cream Star- i have a habit of rewarding myself with food stardew valley yeah really stardew valley <laughs> Strawberries are hard to keep fresh, though. I would want something that, that keeps longer if I needed to have an emergency happy food. That's why you eat them all once you get home from the grocery store. Jackie, you should I have just, like a... I ca- just go off and I buy a, a strawberry shake. Oh. I was going to say have some canned strawberries. No, that's gross. Sliced strawberries sitting in cheese. No, that's gross. Oh. I like getting stuff done, even if it's a minor thing. I sure like helps. to get out because sometimes I'm sad that I didn't leave the house. So I leave the house and I just do... Something small, and if it doesn't snowball into a lot, then whatever. And I sometimes remind myself, like, this is this is an off day. That's okay. Mm. Not all days have to be productive and happy and interesting. You can have a bad day or week or, or life. It's fine. Hugs. Hugs help. Asking hugs. for a hug. From strangers? No, from people that I like. Oh. Hanging out with friends. Mm. But that's not like a button you can hit. Making a list. If I feel overwhelmed, making a list of the things that I need to do really helps because then I can be like, okay, I can, I have it written down somewhere. I'm not going to forget anything and I can prioritize it. And you're also um, Santa Claus. Yeah, oh. right. Um, but yeah, Stardew Valley. <laughs> Video games that are like kind of relaxing and that give you control. Like sometimes when I, ugh, I used to, I used to play The Sims a lot and every once in a while I will as well. But The Sims helps when i feel overwhelmed and i feel like i don't have control over life or i feel like i can just like make a scenario in the sims and that helps sometimes whoa <laughs> just you just like to force people to do things playing god yeah basically playing god helps for sure <laughs> you're like launch the fireworks inside the house <laughs> do it uh, again don't worry about what we're going to do after part five is done we're not all gonna part ways we're gonna We'll still see each other. We'll still do stuff. We'll, we'll be, like what? We'll be online. We'll still hang out. I don't know. We'll just fucking watch anime or something. We'll all try to read Tuesdays with Maury and get through that together. Mm. Um, <laughs> uh, we, well, but I think everyone is kind of thinking about the end because we're now in the second half, the back half yeah. of the part five anime. 
uh, which is still a long yeah. time. I think we should pick. I think for. we should pick an anime and then compare it to, or not an anime, anything. It could be fucking, I don't know, something else. But pick pick something and then compare it to JoJo for every episode. That's gonna be hard. Kind of like when you you used to have a blog that was, uh, is it RoboCop? Yep. Um, we could have a like, is it JoJo? And it, we would just watch an episode, or people could recommend episodes. It could be like, we, maybe instead of watching a whole series of uh. something, we could watch an episode of of like a random episode of Hunter X Hunter that people say is the most JoJo, and then we could talk about what yeah. how it compares and contrasts, and like how we can tell it's not JoJo, <laughs> or you know? just like ones that have random references. Yeah, you know, anything that that touches on JoJo, we yeah. watch and we hunt it down and we beat it to death. I think that's a good idea for a show. We have to tie it all back to JoJo because that's what that's what people are here for. You right. know, we can't just call this bizarre podcast. Right, it's too generic. Right, there we go. That's it's settled. Remind got, us, remind us later because we're gonna forget. We got a last minute email here. Mm. This email is from Chad. Yay! Assassination Squad and Elite Guards is the subject line. Aloha, JJB Pod crew. Aloha. <laughs> new opening is cool. Trish stand punching. Yeah, punching. A new ending is interesting. We wouldn't know. <laughs> we heard a little bit of it. The first new episode reminded me of this picture. I'm not going to talk about it. It's a picture of a shark in a pool. And it looks like it's biting its lip. And this <laughs> sort of related article about a real creature, HTTPS colon slash slash www. You don't have to read the, it's a long URL. Slash science slash nope. phenomena Stop. slash 2013 Niles, slash two no slash one, 28 I'm slash tongue eating fish parasites never cease to amaze. <sighs> Why do we let Miles read things? If you had know. to add a previous enemy stand user from the parts three and four to either the assassination squad or the boss's elite guard, who would you add? Keep mm. up the great work. Mahalo, Chad. Mm. I would add Koichi. In. No, he said enemy. I know, but I would make him an enemy. Oh. <laughs> because after this, we know that he just went wandering the streets of Italy looking for shit to do. And I think he got mixed in with the wrong people and was picked up by the enemy crew. That rhymed. You know, he's a little shit anyway. I think the Cinderella squad would be an excellent stand for criminals. Cinderella? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The face changing stuff? Yeah, especially yeah. for the boss. Yeah. Oh. I like that. Yeah, that, uh, the, the phrase, because you said squad, the Cinderella squad sounds like, I don't know if it's the best or worst like dance team that I could think of. There definitely was cool. a, I'm pretty sure there was like a, a, a girl band called Cinderella. Well, it's based on a heavy metal band. It's all guys called Cinderella. Oh, I'm thinking of something else then. I'm thinking of like a pop group, but I thought, I don't think they were actually called Cinderella. But anyway. Do you have any villains or characters from part three or four that you'd like to see as villains? Villains. Oh. Villains. You could put Mariah back in. Yeah. Well, I feel like it has to be a woman because we haven't seen any bad women. Right. It's got to be a bad girl. There you go. Bad girls. Get um, at me, bad girl. And maybe she can fight Trish. Ooh, cat fight. <laughs> Uh, I would want Trendy Tony. He's already Italian. He would fit right in. Oh, why isn't Trendy Tony in this? That would be so good. He really he should would, be. But he would be younger because... Wait, no, he wouldn't be. This is after... Okay, yeah. So Trendy Tony would be a little older. Tonio Trusardi. A little wiser. Tonio Trusardi. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, He's got a couple Michelin stars now. Yeah, he should Ooh. come back and visit Japan and we would see him again. Oh, that'd be nice. Um, Lisa Lisa is also Italian, so it would be cool to see her. She did. Oh, she's dead at this point? I think so. Yeah, because I think... She's probably dead, I think right? old-ass Joseph is dead, and that was his mom. Spoilers. <gasps> is Joseph dead? By now? No, you know what? It's only no. two years later. Joseph's but he might be dead. dead. He was pretty old. Okay, fine. Um, all right, so then... then um, 
Enya is definitely dead. Oh yeah, we saw her die. Right. Um, let's bring let's bring back uh, Pet Shop. Pet Shop's dead. Oh, Pet Shop's dead. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> let's bring him back. Pet Shop got from the dead. His or her beat beak bitten off oh yeah and i think it was like crushed underwater or something horrible never mind um bring back uh abdul again as a villain yeah just because i want to see him again i don't care if he's good or bad i just want to see him mm. we won't judge you abdul just come home let's bring back the baby that evil baby with death 13 <laughs> oh the one that they made eat poop yeah he's probably a little kid now i forget his name but he, right? he might be an adult by now because that was in maybe the 80s a, right? maybe a teenager well it took place yeah it took place in the late 80s around 90s or so like early 90s so yeah so he'd be a, a, a he'd be a little teen he'd little, be a little preteen little bring pre-teen. him back bring him back still eating poop yeah for fun and then he joins the mafia he leaves japan and he joins the mafia uh perfect yeah okay is there anything final else? answer if you would like to have your email read out loud by us, three idiots, you can write to jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter. We won't read tweets, but you could do it by looking up JJB Pod or just Jojo's Bizarre Podcast if on Twitter. If you're going to send us spoilers, please be nice like Tom and uh, like Thomas and write spoilers so yeah. that I don't read it accidentally. Or just don't. Thanks. Or just don't send spoilers. You know, yeah. when, when in doubt, if you're not sure how to tag it, just don't send it. Yeah. Because I don't 100 percent remember everything anyway. So and we don't, you don't want to spoil it for us, and we don't want to spoil it for our other listeners who might not have read ahead. So that's right. Okay. So again, this episode is entitled "The G in Guts," and it's this 22nd episode of Golden Wind. By the way, I hope we get more openings. Didn't Part Four have like four of them? Yeah. Yeah, it had a lot. Or did we just not get there yet, or did they update earlier? I don't know. I think maybe this one was so popular that they were like, let's leave it. I, I wish it was Chase, and the lyrics are just like, fuck you, people who don't like Chase. This is a good <laughs> song. This is a good opening. All right. Anyway. Anyway. And instead of Chase, he was like, fuck you. Anyway. This episode opens with the gang uh, in the canals of Venice having some dinner right no they are on the boat and they're they're right they're swimming along they're well they're on the boat the boat is going and they're like okay no one's following us um the but the boss's people are probably going to come after us so we should just like keep going we'll wait and see what happens and then the bullets are hungry uh the sex pistols the sex pistols bullets are hungry um and they're like whining and complaining Mista, we're hungry. and uh misa's <laughs> like well first of all Sorry, but <laughs> Mista was eating chocolates before. He didn't give them any. What a jerk. Maybe they're not he filling. Did. They're not filling. Okay, fine. So they're hungry, but also they don't eat, right? It's just they like eating. Isn't that what it is? Because um, Sands don't need to eat. Yeah, I don't think they need to eat, but they just enjoy it. And <laughs> they maybe just like food. He probably just gave up a while ago and was like, <laughs> fine, I'll feed you every 12 hours or whatever. They need to refill their guts. Um, and then Misa's like... Yeah, Bruno says or no, that. Bruno, yeah, Bruno yeah, is yeah. like, I guess we all need to refill our guts. <laughs> and that's when, we see the, that's when we see the new intro. Um, and so now they're sitting uh, having some food or they're sitting at a restaurant maybe waiting for their food i don't know if it's come yet no they're they're, they're eating? eating al fresca okay they're which eating. like in a dangerous situation wouldn't you want to eat inside maybe the, there was no free table inside true and they uh to. they're talking about vegans really they they say vegetarian but really right. they're talking about vegans. and this was the 90s when it was the first vegetarian wave 
No one thought to do this before now. Except in India. Oh. Mm. But, uh... Yeah, I just think it's funny. They're talking about it like, oh, whoa, what is that? And it's like, oh, okay, it's the 90s. <laughs> People yeah. are just learning what vegetarians are or whatever. But, like, nowadays, vegetarians are just... They just don't eat meat, but they still will eat dairy and, and eggs and stuff, right? It's Now right. it's vegans who won't eat any they animal don't pro- eat meat, products. But yeah. they'll eat and use animal products. Yeah. So you were talking about vegans. They're like, whoa, what? so what do you even wear? And how can you really be, you know? I think it's funny that one of Narancha's concerns is like, well, what do what does everyone do with handbags and stuff? And it was like, <laughs> this is the manga where yeah. a bunch of guys would sit around and worry about purses. Right. <laughs> I, I've never been to Italy. What do I know? And then, so I guess while they're talking, Narancha somehow gets wine on the guy's, on some guy's suit while he's walking by. I thought that by. had to do with the stand at first. Because I, I was like, I don't happened. remember him spilling wine, so. I don't know how that happened. How did the wine get on this rich guy's I suit? I really don't know either because he wasn't holding the wine. Maybe he banged the table and the wine glass was overfilled and some mm. of it, you know, launched out onto his white suit. I've decided the shark was, was swimming around in there. Mm. So they got some wine on the guy's suit. He got all mad about it. And Narancha was like oh, you must be the bad guy. So you must be an enemy. So he they so he starts beating the shit out of him. And then Narancha, Mista, and Abakio all start kicking the shit out of this guy who's on the ground. They're just kicking him and kicking him. I love too that hilarious. Mista is like, what? And you think he's going to be like, Narancha, what are you doing? But then we just immediately see him kicking the shit out of this guy. Yeah. And with Abakio, there's a delay. Like he takes a sip of his. <laughs> or, <laughs> like he eats, he takes a bite and then he joins in. Yeah. You got to have energy if you're going to beat someone up. You know what I mean? Get in, you know front load all those carbs yeah and then they realized that he's not they're like hey uh who was i think maybe it was bruno who was like hey guys i don't think that he is really an enemy and they're like oh okay well you know fuck him anyway and (laughs) let's let's make sure there isn't poison in our food and they start like feeding him some of the food but they've already been eating it so shouldn't you check if there's poison in your food before you like start scarfing it down yeah i think they're just being dicks maybe they're doubling down because bruno was like you just beat up an innocent man yeah. And they're like, well, fuck him anyway. Yeah. Also, I, it almost sounds like it's his rationale because he says it right afterwards. But he goes like, I don't think that's the enemy. He's unconscious, <laughs> which is like, yeah, most people who are incapacitated aren't. Uh, they're not necessarily your friend or your enemy. Mm-hmm. Um, and Butcherati starts talking about the boss and his power. And they're like, we need to figure out who the boss is. Um, they're like Tony Danza. Right. Who is oh, the boy. boss? Yeah. Indeed. It was Angela, wasn't it? That's what people say. I never watched that show. Me neither. I just know that reference. Mm. Um, so Trish is, meanwhile, inside the turtle. Uh, they start talking about how oh, Trish is probably a clue. Like she can, she probably knows something or her stand can let us know whatever, whatever. And Narancha is like, well, Trish doesn't know anything about what's going on. And Narancha like really relates to her and he wants to protect her from her, protect her feelings, basically, like make sure that you know, she doesn't know that her dad tried to kill her or um, anything like that or that they're trying to kill her dad. Like, so Narancha's like, let's leave her out of this. But Trinch, Trish like jumps out of the turtle and she's like, oh, I already know. She's like fucking Super Mario out here. <laughs> she's like, I already know. Like mom mentioned that the, that they met in sardonia sardinia sardinia which they later spell as sardinia with a g which i guess is how they spell it in original italian sardinia thank you miles for the original pronunciation you're welcome right um and so she figured that uh she figured that because he doesn't leave a she says something like she figures because he doesn't leave a trace that you know there'd be 
issues with her being around um and so she was like you might find something in sardinia and she wants she's like i don't care what you do with him i don't care like about any of this i just want to know where i came from um and this is kind of the first time that you see her uh with feelings and opinions for the most part you get a little bit of that in the elevator but we're actually seeing a character now which i uh, appreciate a lot and she's not just like in fear or right being a bougie lady yeah she can talk <laughs> and like so narancha kind of underestimated her because he thought that you know her she would be like more fragile and that her her feelings would need to be protected and stuff because because he relates to her so much like that's what he would want it sounded like um which is which is cool because it's not even like in a lot of previous uh arcs the guys are like well she's a woman so we have to treat her like x y and z um but narancha didn't even come from that angle he was just kind of like well this is what i would want and like i would want my feelings to be protected and that kind of thing but uh, so he's projecting a lot but yeah. also being like overly protective right you don't have to shield people you love yeah from a lot of things because they're just gonna find out anyway yeah like, um you know Right. Abaccio was like, hey, Narancha, she's stronger than you thought. And Narancha is like, oh, I thought she was like me, which is cute. I don't know. Like, anyway, oh, no, I thought she was like me, but she's made up her mind already. Like, because she definitely she wants to help them and she wants to be involved. And so meanwhile, he's spinning his spoon in his soup and he's spinning his soon. And then suddenly his soup, his, his spoon is gone. And for- is that what it was? I was like wondering. I couldn't figure out what the hell his problem was. Oh, because you're not watching the show. You should watch yeah. the show when we watch it together, No, no, Mark. no. I know that he looked back at his soup. I thought maybe he just like hit something in the soup. And I was no, like, it's like he had a spoon in his hand. He was using it to stir his soup. And then suddenly the spoon was gone. And then he was like, "What? where the fuck is my spoon? And so he's like looking everywhere. And then he was everywhere. like, waiter, try the soup. And the waiter was like, all right, fine. Where's the spoon? And he was like, aha. Ugh. And he goes to another table, right? To- he's looking everywhere for a spoon. Um and I thought for a second it, may, it might be the boss's stand. Like he had a spoon and the, like he had like, because you know, when, when there's like something and then something else happened, like, and you get, I don't know. So he starts checking everywhere and then he finds a different spoon maybe, or this, uh, at, at this time, at this point, I didn't know if it was the same spoon or a different one, but he finds a, a spoon and he puts it in his soup and he starts stirring and then he finds a piece of his original spoon that he lost and the metal is all twisted and it's like weird. It's like broken. It's like broken. It looks like it was a piece of metal ripped off another piece yeah. of metal. Yeah. And so he was like, what the fuck? And then he sees a shark in his soup. Ah, there's a, there's a shark in his bowl. And so he freaks out. Um, and then he just pulls out his little bomber to just start. Uh, little bomber. His little bomber. Just Aero starts Smith. shooting the shit out of the, bo- out of the bowl. You right. Know? When in doubt. Right. Blow the hell out of it. Yeah. And the bowl breaks and it's like on the floor and everybody's like, what happened? What happened? And Narancha's like, there was a shark in my soup. And there's like, where is it? <laughs> we couldn't find it. And like nobody could see it. And then, um, and then now it's like on, it's like in his spoon and it jumps into the puddle and like you can It's see, kind of teleporting. You can see that it keeps teleporting in between, like into other liquids, like mm-hmm. everywhere. It's sort of like uh, the hanged man from part three. Right, mm. except from reflective surfaces, it goes into liquids. Right. Wasn't there, I feel like there's a lot of stands that have done that. Nah, um, I mean, the, the, like, they can only exist in certain, like, planes or parts mm-hmm. of a scenario. Like, I guess Man in the Mirror, kind of. Well, Man in the Mirror had his own whole own world. 
Wasn't there one in part four, like in the very beginning? Who killed his oh, grandpa? Oh, well, there's Angelo. The first villain is Angelo. What does Angelo it's do? It's a murder Rem- mystery. Remind me. Just any water he can turn into like movable. He can move water. Mm, that's not what I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of something else. No, it is. Oh. That's, well, I mean, if you're asking uh, who killed his grandfather. Oh, okay. Yeah, because it jumps around in water. So it actually, I think, like drowns his grandfather by having it in like the bottle of whiskey or whatever. It jumps oh, okay. into his like throat and he, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. he drowns. Um, he jumps into a glove and yeah. Cool. Fun stuff. Anyway, Narancha seems to be the only one who sees it because Abakio is like, what are you talking about? Um, like nobody else can see it. Um, and it's like jumping through different parts of the waters and then it like jumps out at him and cuts his tongue off and Narancha can't speak and he can't breathe. And Jorno is like, okay, well I can create a new tongue, but it takes a little bit of time. So, you know, Jorno can just create new tongues for people um and then jorno take he's like does anyone have a pen he takes a pen and he stabs naranja's throat so he can breathe was there a stand power thing no. in there as well no he just stabs him that's a real thing you can do he's performing a tracheotomy that's a real thing that people have done yeah that's- but i don't know if you would do it with a pen because it would get yeah contaminated with ink and he just takes like the core of the pen out i guess yeah. like the ink part so it's just like the tube part yeah. yeah well the thing is is like the guides i've seen to do it yeah they involve like a pen knife but who the who has a pen knife i don't know and it's weird that mista had this pen in his boot hmm. well, who keeps a pen in their boot um uh, you know just real writers that need to be able to write anytime inspiration strikes true yeah, so that's happening. Um, it's Narancha, like a backup pen. If you it, get knocked down, you pull that pen out and you start writing. It works, so Narancha can breathe. Right. Which is nice. Uh, I thought that was scary, though. Like, like how confident are you that you can perform this? I wouldn't be. I would, it would take me a, a, a second to, like, fucking be brave enough to stab somebody in the throat, you know? Yeah, by the time I mustered up the courage, they'd be dead. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Jorno's done it before. I'd be like, I'm Googling it. I'm Googling it. I forget how far down you go. I think it's like a quarter <laughs> of an inch or something. Don't take my word for it, though. But yeah, I've read it. Imagine you like try to help somebody and you just end up stabbing them and they die. Yeah, don't try this at home, kids. You you stab them and then there's just like blood starts shooting out of the fucking (laughs) out of the out of the tube that you created. Well, you got to be smart. You go down the middle where the actual breathing tube is. Don't go in the side where the fucking artery is. Oh, (laughs) you can't. Is was that your mistake last time? Yes, you murdered somebody. (laughs) And then we see. Uh, Squallow. We see two men who one of them I I wrote down Fabio before I wrote down before I got his name because he's like tan and blonde and he kind of to me looks like a like a ganguro gal or something. Yeah, he's got like the blonde. And the, yeah, gyaru. Um, gyaru, which is a style of fashionable Japanese women, but the ganguro ganguro women are they have like the fake tans and blonde hair um but anyway so that is what he looks like and he's watching from the balcony and he's talking about with with um the other guy and squalo and tiziano tiziano right and squalo means shark by the way Uh we should remember (laughs) so squalo is the blonde guy yes no yes I don't remember. I do remember, though, that... Uh, so he's like, my crush will be... 
something about his crush. And, right. And he wasn't talking about the other guy that was I know. all on him. He's talking about his power. Um, yeah, you can't talk about the guy that you're currently making multiple physical, physical points of contact as your crush. I wrote down that but they... But yeah, at first I was like, what? It's like they're doing JoJo's poses, but they're doing them like intertwined with each other very sexily. Like, That's exactly like what they're their doing. body is like all but it's like they're they're pretzeling around each other <laughs> um which i am all about do you know what what crush was referring to now uh yes that's the stand that's the right. the shark stand which is a reference to um a mandy moore album nope. or something no miles <laughs> is it rem orange crush nope it's supposed to be clash but oh. it's just translated differently. It's stupid. Oh. Because in Japanese, crush and crash would be written with the same characters to emulate English words. So it's supposed to be a reference to the crash, the clash. Mm. I don't even know anymore. Um, which, by the way, last episode I mentioned Gang of Four and then I hummed a bass line. And in trying to figure out what song it was, I was humming the bass line to a clash song. Oh. Different English sort of post-punk band. I really appreciate the male intimacy in this. Uh, they're definitely a couple, right? But yeah. <laughs> even if they're not, but but they're def- but they definitely are. Um, I right because we don't need to confirm anybody's orientation. <laughs> yeah, it's not like everyone is straight until proven otherwise. Well, so we don't need. To, well, when, that's when we identity. S- they're a couple. <laughs> right, but they we, can identify yes, however they okay. want. They're still a couple. You're right, but you I'm know? saying uh, you're right that no uh, uh, relationship needs to be confirmed. You mm-hmm. know. I guess. I mean, I guess if you confer, I guess, I don't know. I don't if know a man you- and a woman were hanging on to each other, I don't know. I wouldn't be like, I don't know if they're dating. Yeah. You know? Uh, I see what you're saying. You're saying that they don't need to say, this is my boyfriend in order for you to be like, okay, they're, they are together. Right. Or at least they're in an intimate relationship. Yes. A physical intimate relationship. They are physically intimate. That's just how Europeans are. They smoke cigarettes for lunch, and men can show physical affection to each other. Um, Europeans, write in and tell me if I'm right. I think they make a good team, too, because so we learned that one of them, you know, um, which one? Squalo has the shark power, the clash, and Tizano has the, wait, no, did I fuck this up? Tiziano. Tiziano, he has a little guy that hangs out on your tongue. At this point, I don't know which is which. I think. Tiziano, I'll, I'll get that for you. I think Tiziano is the one with the crush, and Squalo, but that doesn't make sense because you said it means shark. Either way, their po- their um, their powers are helpful to each other, and so they make a good team. Okay, so this may be my fault because I think I said that the stand user for the sharkish fish was named Squalo because Squalo means shark, mm-hmm. and it would make sense. But mm-hmm. I'm wrong. Squalo has clash. Squalo has clash, and Squalo which is the shark. is the lighter skinned. Oh, you're right. What am I right about? You're right. Squalo has the shark. I thought he didn't. So Squalo has the shark, which is the clash, which is the one with the light hair. Yes. Okay. And Tiziano has the little octopus on your tongue mm. and is darker skinned with long blonde hair. No. Then we're, we're confusing. Because cause I'm saying the one that's darker skinned with with light hair is Squalo. So it's not. You're, yes, you were wrong. Okay. So Squalo has the shark and has red hair. Got it. Like Carrot Top. Got it. I always have to explain things with Carrot Top to you. 
Why do you do that? I don't know. I never asked you to. You're a really big Carrot Top fan. That's not true. Okay. He looms large in your head. Who's my favorite redhead? My mom. Oh, that's true. Okay. As a young lady. Now, who knows? (laughs) Mark's mom is my favorite redhead. Right. Anyway. um, Okay. So these wonderful young men who I'm rooting for now uh, to get married. Um, no, I don't know. Um, these these two wonderful men are uh, fucking with our protagonists. Um, and anyway, so Narancha is like, yeah, he like they're asking him like, oh, what did you see? What did it look like? And Narancha is like, uh, he was huge, like a pebble. Uh, and he it ran into the restaurant. And, and he keeps being like, like after everything he says, he's like, oh, like, oh, what? <laughs> and, you know, they're like, are you, did you did you even see anything? And he's like, I definitely did not. <laughs> um, That's so, like a Borat impression where he tries to learn how to tell a joke. And he's like, my suit is black knot. Right. He tries Because for some reason, some joke guy is... I don't need to explain Borat to you. Go watch the Ology show. Anyway, um, so obviously Narancha is acting weird, but... Because this is an anime TV show, nobody else is like, hey, there's something definitely wrong with him, even if he's saying that he's that there's not anything wrong and we should maybe like assume that this is a stand or that he's being attacked. Like nobody does that. They're just like, ah, Narancha, like stop being weird. <laughs> Let's go. Like, and they just like still listen to him, even though he's like clearly telling them the opposite or conflicting things. Yeah, every stand in this show or comic is just like the first time they've ever heard of a stand. Yeah. The only one that seems to be catching on is Giorno, but he's still catching on way too slow. Like, yep. he's like, there's something funny going on. Anyway, like, like come on, Giorno. Like, keep keep following that train of thought. Oh, uh, Giorno is like, oh, you know, the stand user is probably watching us. We should go back into the water. And Naranjo's like, yeah, go into the water. Oh, didn't mean to say that. Um, Wait. By the way, did we talk about what Tiziano's stand is called? No. What is it? No one caught it? No. The subtitle says Talking Mouth. Oh, it's Talking Heads. Right. But his stand is actually called Talking Head, singular. Mm. Okay. Araki calls it that. Mm. Um, I guess he's getting down the whole plural versus singular thing. So it controls what he says and helps him point in the wrong direction. Right. It does kind of control his actions. So I guess it's like if he tries to tell things with his body... He can still do that. And it's just funny that he's like a lying stand, like a logic brain type of thing. But he also can control stuff with his prehensile tentacles. But mm-hmm. yeah, Talking Heads is a band. I don't know if they're still together, but nah. they're big in the 80s. They're kind of weird. The lead singer, David Byrne, has like a voice where he's not really singing. He is a little bit, but uh, songs like uh, Psycho Killer... Once in a Lifetime. They're good. I should listen to them more. This Must Be the Place. Really great songs. I need to, I need to listen to Talking Heads. I didn't even know. Thank you, Jojo. <laughs> uh, I'll continue to not listen to anything. hi um, Anyway, so they are thinking of leaving, but Bucciarati is like, actually, let's stay and just fight this guy. Like, this is probably the best opportunity that we have to fight because... You know, whoever they called in, it, it's probably not everybody. So, you know, we, we'll have a better chance of taking people out one by one or whatever. And so Narancha is like, 
oh, the, you know, he went that way and he points straight ahead, but then he his hand also then points like b- kind of behind him towards the men's restroom. And he's like, ah! <laughs> Which is good because it, it kind of explains while watching it, because I don't remember any of this, that, you know, my thing is, I thought, looked at it and thought, okay, is it going to be that, that Narancha can tell the truth with his body, but his mouth is saying the wrong thing? Mm-mm. This immediately is like, no, he can't do that. Yeah. Which makes sense. It's basically liar, liar, right? <laughs> it is liar, it's liar. It's liar, liar. And uh, that's what they should have called the stand. The stand could have, should have been called liar, liar. But that's not a music. It a doesn't music. matter. Uh, it, you know, where Jim Carrey tries to write a lie, but his like body can't do it because it's like, that would be too easy. If you yeah. could only tell lies, you would just write shit down or sign it out for people. Um, and his stand is basically just the children's game opposite day mm-hmm. where you just, it's always the opposite of what you mean. Um, so you'd sign your emails. P.S. I'm not horny. And we know mm. what you mean. Mm, mm, um, mm, mm. Also, the JoJo Wiki notes that the stand in its behavior may be a reference to the 83 Talking Heads song, Speaking in Tongues. Mm. Of course, it's a very literal interpretation. Talking, Speaking in Tongues doesn't refer to that. It refers to, is it only Christianity that does speaking in tongues? Or is this a more universal phenomenon? I don't know. Or someone who's... It's only subsets of Christianity. That's right. But there's only... It's the only true religion that I know about. True religion? Yeah, it's the only true religion. Uh, Uh, I thought as an Italian, you'd mm, be a staunch Catholic anyway, mm, and you wouldn't mm, be interested. Catholic is Christianity. Yeah, but you wouldn't be interested in like Pentecostals or... Speaking in tongues is not a thing that I grew up with as a Catholic or as someone who was raised No, it's only one or two Protestant sects, I believe, that do. That's what I'm saying. Speaking in tongues. Speaking in tongues. I feel like... It's where like the Holy Spirit gets in you. And so you just kind of start speaking in a language that no one can but understand. But it might also just be... I think it's in the Bible, the phrase speaking in tongues. Oh, it might be. Oh. But like actually doing it is limited to whatever. Yeah. Hmm. It might oh, it's be... also called glossolalia, right? What is that? I believe that's just like the phenomenon's name. All right. Watch You're Wikipedia right. be like 50 million fucking cultures do this. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really care. Um, wow. So anyway. <laughs> um, Jackie's no fun facts corner. I do not care. So though. So, okay. So, so Narancha points to the bathroom and they all go except Jorno kind of lingers and he's like, oh, something fishy's going on. I guess it's nothing. <laughs> and he runs. Does back. he, he say goes, fishy? No, I'm saying all of this. Um, but he goes into the bathroom uh, and then, yeah. So, then the the guys that are on the balcony watching um, are like talking head attaches to your tongue and makes you say the opposite of wah, wah, wah. and uh, and then it seems like Narancha hears this right like Narancha hears these guys yeah on the balcony it's talking. weird I think we because I think we hear something echo from the the stand on his tongue kind yeah. of yeah um, so Narancha just starts like he's like okay I'm gonna I'm gonna try to stop this from happening however i can and so he starts taking actions that do not require telling a liar truth like turning off like trying to plug up the faucet but then his tongue like jumps out of his mouth and turns the faucet for him so that the water is like spewing out he's not confident in his skills you know if you're like you can only tell lies and that's all i need for my stand but then you go to do something else and he's like let me grab that you know what i mean that doesn't really show a lot of confidence yeah i wonder hold on let me think if i can solve this riddle like how would you tell people how would you tell people that you can't tell the truth while not telling the truth 
Hmm. It's like, isn't there some riddle? Yeah, where yeah, it's like you're going down a path and there's a fork in the path. And one man will, says he'll only lie and one man says he will not yeah, lie. And you, they have to tell you where. What question would you ask them? to? But you see a, a man and the, he's either the guy who only tells the truth or the one that uh, only tells a lie. What question would you ask to find out which way to go? Right. And I think it's like, oh, yeah. The question is, what would you say if I asked you which way to go? And so if you tell the truth then you would say the truth, right? Which is great, whatever. And so that's what you would say. If you would tell a lie, then you end up saying what you wouldn't say, which ends up being the truth. Right. Right? Does that make sense? Every time I like hear this riddle or whatever, I have to look it up uh, like an explanation. (laughs) I don't think we have it right either because I think it's more like like, you have to ask which one isn't it or like it's... No, no, no. It's that. It's like, so if, if the way to go is you're supposed to go left, right? And, I, and you can only tell a lie, Mark. And I ask you, what would you say if I ask you which way to go? You would say, right, because you have to tell a lie. But, but see, in order to answer that question in a lie, you say, go left. No, because if it is, if it is a question that you can ask of which way do you go, you would ask the liar, do I go left? And they would be like, no. And then you're like, that means yes. You don't need to ask the double negative or anything. No, Mark, because the riddle is you don't know if this person is someone who is who can only tell uh, the truth or someone who could only tell uh, a lie. So the okay. que- so you have to form a question that um, would be the same regardless of whether you're telling the truth or whether you're whether you're someone who can only tell the truth or someone who can only tell a lie. OK. Does that make sense? Yes. So. How could Narancha do that? <laughs> uh, I don't know if you could. I think that they would have to figure out how to, I don't know. They'd have to ask him that yeah. question. <laughs> what would you What would you say if I asked you where the stand was, you know? Right. That what would you say if I asked you, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why are you acting like this? Stop wasting our time. <laughs> you said a giant pebble ran into the restaurant. Where is it? Yeah, right. Is it that large man? He doesn't look much like a pebble at all. Anyway, I don't think we, you could do anything. I think he's trapped. I think you should just forget it, give up? Yeah. Curl into a ball of lies. Or piss in a toilet bowl in front of everyone. Yeah. Yeah, that's what he ends up doing. Uh, that's kind of where we are right now. So he starts Yeep. pissing in the toilet because um, he wants With everyone... With the seat down. He wants everyone to get away from the water. Rude. He wants everyone to get away from the water, so he starts pissing in the water, which... Also, I feel like it's scary and, and like as imagine there's a shark that travels through water and oh, you're, yeah. you've now created a stream of water directly to your genitals. Yep. That's bad. We've already talked about that That's on, scary. on this podcast. I and don't like that. This is the second piss <laughs> of part five. Stay tuned for JoJo's Bizarre Piss Cast. Stay tuned for stay tunes. Stay iTunes for <laughs> 18 more pee scenes. Yay. Of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Right. And because of the whole like timing of comic versus anime, it just looks like Narancha had a lot to drink. Because <laughs> this goes on for a while. And also, they don't really like turn away or anything. They're just staring at him like, what are you doing? Uh, is it Abakia who's like, are you a pervert now? Yeah. <laughs> Which is great. <laughs> it's like, why do you, why do you want to? And then because, because at the same time, he's like trying to tell them, everyone look into this water because he can't tell them what he really wants to say so he's like everyone look at me look at me i'm pissing in the water everyone look in the water and abaki was like are you a pervert now you want us to watch you piss then um Narancha's tongue 
slathers like goes out of his body again and grabs a knife and and cuts his hand and Jorno, everybody else like leaves the bathroom because they don't want to keep watching Narancha piss. But Jorno stays because uh, he's into that. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, Jorno stays and uh, he's like, hey, Narancha, I think something's wrong. Like, I think something's wrong with Narancha. And he's like staring at Narancha like, what is he doing? Oh, he cut himself. Oh, let me heal you. And Narancha realizes that the um, clash stand can move through his blood and he doesn't want that to happen. Which, by the way, do you think that, like, it has to be something that is exposed out to the air? Like, could could the stand appear inside you because you are made of liquid? I get the feeling that's the case. Otherwise, that would be too easy. Yeah. I think so he could jump into your blood and then swim inside you from there, maybe. Mm. Araki loves things going under your skin and shit. <sighs> it's horrible. <sighs> um, so... Narancha is like, okay, shit, I can't let Jorno come near me in my blood. So he pulls out his uh, little bomber and... <laughs> Just say Aerosmith. <laughs> is that what it's... Oh, right, okay. Yeah, Lil Bomber is a great name. I like saying Lil Bomber. Yeah. It's Lil Bomber is easy to remember. It's a good example of... Crunchyroll actually like doing something creative to go well here's a catchy name instead of just being like uh arrow words <laughs> yeah although that is funny i'm funnier than Crunchyroll. arrow jones right <laughs> um so he pulls out his uh aerosmith bomber and shoots at a metal uh bar in the bathroom and then he takes his hand that's bleeding and touches both that- of them oh both of his hands mm-hmm. um to kind of to close up the wound so that Jorno doesn't have to come yeah, near he, him. He, the bullets turn the pipe hot enough to yeah. cauterize his wounds. Yeah. Yeah. They just kind of, because they shoot like the sides of the pole. It's like a guard handle on like a bathroom for people with handicaps. But yeah, it somehow, I guess, just grazes it enough that it heats up and he can caught it. It's, it yeah. That's not hot enough. Okay. Well, I, yeah. I will accept this. I'm he should have this. just like had little bomber shoot a bunch and then just touch the barrel of... Little bomber, aka Aerosmith. You mm. know what I mean? Just because because that happens to guns. If you shoot certain guns a lot, the barrel gets very hot. Um, happens to all guns, really. But it, just depending on how exposed it is, you might be able to just touch it. Yeah. So Jorno is like, you are acting as though you're under attack. Uh, and Jorno is like, Jorno basically figures it out. He's like, but you're telling us you're not, and you're it. it you know, is this is there a stand that? says you can only that you can't tell us the truth and he basically figures it all out and Narancha's just like covering his mouth so he doesn't say anything stupid and then the the shark stand jumps out of where it jumps out of somewhere the puddle on the floor jumps out of the puddle on the floor because after he shoots the wall it starts leaking it attacks Jorno and it looks like it brutally murders him and Jorno's dead right that's what it looks like his neck it yeah. looks, but he's all, his body's all contorted and stuff. How does he survive this? I don't know. He's basically God. He can probably repair himself. Bruno gets <laughs> fucking like cut in half and a hole punched in him. He looks like really fucked up. He looked like, this looks like, like end of the episode, we murdered Giorno and that's it. <laughs> um, so yeah, his body's all contorted and he's being chomped on by a shark and the episode ends and we get the new intro that um, is Outro. a much... I mean, sorry, the new outro, which is a much less horny outro. Right. Well, we didn't hear all the words. I mean, we didn't even hear or see all of it because, like I said, the Wii U Crunchyroll app shut off. 
I, and we also have the uh, Amazon Fire Stick Generation 1 Crunchyroll app, and it just straight up doesn't work anymore. Yay. It says there's no content. Good job, Crunchyroll. Yeah, I guess we have to upgrade everything because Crunchyroll wants us to. I understand it's hard to keep up with every platform. Anyway, yes. Let me just read one or two things about the episode because that's where it ends, right? That's the yeah. to be continued. Yeah, yeah. Jorno is dead. <laughs> to be continued. Oh, right, right, right. Ends with his death. Uh, in the manga, they added the scene of them in the canal, like on the boat and stuff uh, to kind of, I guess, connect things or just fill in some uh, exposition. There is something cut out of the manga that I noted. This info is from the JoJo Wikipedia. Uh, in the manga, Giorno notices that Bruno is not eating anything Aww. when they're at that restaurant. Hmm. Tiziano is a reference to an Italian painter from hundreds of years ago who gives a shit. What a nerd. Hmm. Um, people have said, well, you know, let me just read the um, let me just read the Jojo Villar uh, stand descriptions written by Araki. So in reference to Talking Head. I first thought of an ability that would force you to tell only lies and then came up with the octopus's suckers design to let it stick to tongues. I also had the image of an alien larva in mind. Okay, that feels appropriate. I feel like you nailed it, Araki. You described it right. Uh, okay, this is in reference to Clash. Teleporting from one material to another. It was Venice, so I gave it water as a medium. Mm. I had the idea that it would be cool to have a shark inside a puddle of water. The design is an ancient armor-plated fish. Mm. Uh, and so the wiki thinks that it is a ostra, what is it, an ostracodern, an ancient uh, extinct fish. Uh, Chad linked us to a different article about an ancient fish. I'm not sure Araki had a specific one in mind or if people just don't have it right. Clearly, it's not just a regular fucking shark. Mm-hmm. Did we talk about how Giorno is still, he still doesn't know the mystery of Bruno not bleeding blood. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we don't know. What is up with Bruno? We still don't know. Well, that's the thing. I don't know why they cut it out, but there's something where he just looks at Bruno not eating during this. Oh, okay. So that's supposed to kind of keep that thread uh, along Uh, through the chapters. I thought him not eating when when you said that before. I thought it was because um, he was worried about being poisoned. Oh. But that makes sense, too. Because Bruno is a zombie. Right. And we'll see what happens to Giorno. Also, in this episode, Crunchyroll subtitles have a seven right in the middle of the word who. Did you notice that? <laughs> yeah, good, it good wasn't job, right. Crunchyroll. It was W-H-7-O for the word who. Good. Which is not how you spell how pretty you, much any word. Mark, how do you pronounce that? What's that one? <laughs> Hire copy editors, Crunchyroll. Also, uh, the sign toilet, which I don't think is Italian, but I, what do I know? Mm-hmm. Uh, on the bathroom... Uh, this is not important, but it looks shitty. <laughs> okay. It just great. looks like whoever was in charge of like text, like either they edited it, like wrote over it, or I don't know, but the color doesn't quite match. Mm. It is ugly, but who cares? It's a really minor detail. I like this episode. Uh, yeah. It was action packed. It was like- action packed. We got two new musical references, so I don't have to think when I put in the music later. Although I am going to go with the deep cut for, <clears throat> never mind. I like liar, liar. I like sharks. I like, um, gay. I like gay for sure. <laughs> um, just uh, I'm, and I'm excited to see what Trish can do. I, I like I like Trish's moment uh, with uh, more than uh, a line of dialogue. Yep. <laughs> um, I like Narancha in general, but I like that he uh, sympathizes a lot with Trish and like that whole dynamic. I think is cute. Yeah, I wish he'd have some more self confidence. Yeah. Come on, Narancha, you're not so bad. Maybe he'll work on it. I think that sometimes Narancha is supposed to be like the most 
the one that looks the most feminine, the most girly. And he's the most childish, I think. But he also sometimes looks the weirdest. Like the faces <laughs> that he makes or ends up getting forced to make, some of them are just really unnerving and weird. Mm. Poor guy. I guess that one part where he's all super contorted while trying not to lie or whatever. And they're like, what the fuck is wrong with you? No, it doesn't seem as weird to everybody else. Like, I would be like, dude, you're acting really fucking weird. Well, they're they're in a JoJo comic. I guess. But they already know how Naranja normally... They know him well enough to know how he normally acts. Right. So it's kind of weird. But anyway, get up. Great up. Excited to see if Jorno survives. He probably will. But at He's this point, die. I want him to die. <laughs> <laughs> wow why because he's too he's too powerful for you yeah uh, he's probably not gonna i don't actually want him to die but i think that i don't like how in this arc people get unbelievably right. so close to death and they end up surviving like it doesn't make you're you're i i it's it's like i can't trust i'm, I'm like i'm not gonna be able to believe them when someone does die right you know? it doesn't feel like there are any stakes really yeah we said yeah we've said this before or we just said that in terms of the the, the life dust coming uh-huh. off someone and thought like, well, how do we know if anyone dies? But I got to say, at least with part seven, because I read part seven semi-recently and five and six a long time ago. I don't know if this is just how Jojo is from now on. But while reading seven, I was like, these people die like every time. Yeah. I think it's just that as part of writing the comic, you have to heighten, mm-hmm. you know, like you couldn't just have stands that make you nervous. Or slash at you. But the pre- I feel like the previous arcs, if someone got that close to death, they died. Yeah. You know? But that's the if powers have to get wacky. If you see mangled like that, they are dead, you know? And then everybody mourns them. And then there's like an emotional moment where everyone's like, I had so much respect for him. You know, like, <laughs> right. you know, like a tough guy kind of like holding back tears. Like, I mean, there was that. Stroheim blows up and comes back as robot. Which Ab- is cool. Abdul see, dies. Nobody even comes back as a robot here. We got one zombie. That's all we got. Somebody needs to, like, if people are going to come back, it needs to be, like, some weird shit. Abdul um, dies and then is brought back because the fans wanted him back or something. I forget. But people die. Okuyasu kind of dies. Okuyasu has the dust come off him, but then he lives because Josuke healed him in time or something. I feel like also just thinking about like the Zeppelis too. Like, I feel like there's a missed opportunity here because there's so many Italian characters in this show and none of them return for, for this arc. They should. Why don't we have Zeppeli? Why don't we have like, uh, I mean, all we have is Dio, I guess, but I don't know if he's really Italian. We could have had Trendy Tony back. Yeah. Dio is, he is Italian, right? Or half Italian. I forget. I guess yeah, he's, he's English. Italian. I think he's English and Italian, maybe. He's adopted English. But yeah, his dad's name is Dario Brando, so I think he's Italian. Yeah. We don't know his mom's name, I don't think. But yeah, or even uh, I think Dyer and Straits might be Italian because they help Lisa Lisa out. a lot of Italians. And uh, Loggins and Messina, now that I think about it. <laughs> Although they, they have like the Fezes. I don't know where they're from. At least the Zeppelis could have come back, you know? Like right. could have had some descendant of a Zeppeli, you know? That could have been cool. Well, didn't happen. Oh, well. We'll Maybe. just have to see crazy, weird powers and death uh, not really being a thing. Mm-hmm. Or is it? Hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, hope Wait, you enjoyed it. Oh, no. Okay. So, you know how, like, basically the show is always, like, every arc, it's like somebody's, ki- it's like a kid of a previous JoJo, usually. Yeah. Um, with the exception of when there was young Joseph and then there was old Joseph. But then again, it was still, like, his grandson. But still, it's like... A family thing. What if 
Jorno and Trish get together and they have a kid and that's the one for the next arc. What if? What if? But? I think they'd make pretty babies. Pretty babies with <laughs> like mm-hmm. spirally hair. Yeah. Because their hair also kind of gets circular. Right. And she's pink and he's yellow. So their baby would be orange. Their baby would be a <laughs> laffy taffy. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm going. That's my theory for now. Anyway. All right. We have nothing else to cover, right? Miles, your thoughts? No. Thanks for listening, everyone. Have a great week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.